The Money Podcast with your hosts, Justin Harrison and David Bester. Money, 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 money. Let's talk about money. Today, we are going to do something a little bit different on the Money Podcast. We are going to talk to business owners. So, Justin, obviously, the recession is upon us and a lot of businesses are obviously suffering. Today, we are going to talk about the businesses, how they get impacted by the recession, of course, and then ultimately what a business can do to survive this recession. So let's start off with the basics. How does the recession impact the business? Well, the first thing is margins become very tight. I mean, I think that's the the first thing that's going to hit every single business. Margins become tight. You know, I think this is something that every business is, is going to grapple with is how do you pass on product service to your customer and remain competitive whilst maintaining margin? Because ultimately you're out there fighting a price war. This is what it is. Well, first of all, your margins are decreasing because of the supply chain issues we find ourselves in, you know. So, th- so that is the first thing. So that means that your money management's got to be better. Everything's just got to be that much tighter. You know, where, the, where times have been good in the past, you're probably going to need to tighten the belts a little bit and just manage your money a hell of a lot better. You're going to have to sit on that cash flow a lot tighter. But, you know, I think the single biggest thing that happens during a recession, and I've seen it now, you know, 25 years in this in this game, I can tell you the one thing I've seen happen time and time during a recession is you're going to see going out of business sales, you're going to see empty shops, you're going to see empty businesses, and I'm going to tell you why. Those businesses did not figure out how to remain competitive during a recession. They did not figure out how to stay in business during a recession. They did not figure out how to operate on thin margins. They did not figure out how to keep getting customers. They did not figure out how to stay competitive during lean times. And listen, anybody can run a business when margins are fat and times are good. Good businesses know how to operate during lean times. And you've heard me say this many times before. The value of an entrepreneur and a business owner is not shown when times are good. It is shown when times are bad, when your back is up against the wall, when margins are declining, when money's become expensive, when customers are few and far between to become by, come by. It was like driving around in Stellenbosch after COVID hit. It's closing signs everywhere. That is when the true entrepreneurs rise up. That's when they figure out how to change direction with their business, how to find the competitive advantage, how to find a new angle, how to find a different angle in the market. The entrepreneurs who survive recessions are the entrepreneurs who absolutely thrive when the market turns, right? The guys who do well, the businesses who do well during normal economic times, well, they do okay, but when recessions come and things get tight, let me tell you something, you'll see those businesses fold quickly because anybody can do well when when money's flowing around right? And so there is so much that goes into the the equation. But ultimately, the first thing is cash flow management, Darby. You've got to be tight on cash flow management. Cash flow is king. If you're not managing cash, and you've seen this firsthand in our businesses. Well, I I would go ahead and say that's probably the biggest issue I see amongst all businesses yep. that fail. It's, it's, it's because of cash flow. Cash you know? flow. You can take great businesses, you can put them next to each other, some will thrive and others will close. And it's most probably because of the capital management. You've got to manage cash flow. I mean, we had our CFO retire during COVID. I went back after many, 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 many years of not managing cash flow. And man, I jumped on that thing. I strangled it. I wrestled it to the ground. And we've got a beautiful business today because cash flow is king. You've seen firsthand 
how important it is to manage cash. If you do not know what your margins are, if you do not understand that on shrinking margins in an environment of of contracting margins, yet you have to manage everything super tight, you're going to have a really rough time keeping your head above water. Okay, so let's talk about cash flow because, look, a lot of people know what cash flow is, but most people don't really know how to manage the cash flow properly. Money in, money out. Simple. It's as simple as that. It's not It's not your accounting. No, no, no. It's money in, money out. Forget the debits, forget the credits, forget the child balance, forget all the nonsense. Guys, guys, money in, money out. You need no, to understand. You, to <laughs> you need to understand your money cycle. When have you got money going out? When have you got money coming in? How much money do you have in the bank? You can't spend what you don't have. And that's the problem. Now everyone starts taking on debt and that's where the snowball starts. You know, and this is the problem. So people think the quick backstop is let's go take on debt, right? Just a little bit on the credit card. Just a little bit of debt. We'll cover this shortfall. We'll have money coming in soon. We solve the problem. No, 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 no. You just created a whole new set of problems for yourself. So instead, what you need to do is become a really good business person. You need to go negotiate terms of credit with your suppliers. You need to go negotiate terms of payment with your clients. You've seen me personally doing this over the last three years when we were restructuring around COVID. I had to entirely restructure agreements to purely get our cash flows in line because of what happened with COVID. You have to get back in there, get your hands dirty, restructure things so the cash flow cycle is back to a place where money coming in covers money going out. It's very simple. That's that's actually just how you should be handling your personal finances as well. And you've <laughs> got sure. this saying as you, you always have this saying is you can have a great business, and if you put a person in that business with poor capital or with poor personal finances, yep. he will most probably sink that business to the ground as well. Well, it's it's my number one rule for doing any kind of business partnership. I always say, show me your personal finances, show me how you spend your time and show me how you spend your money and I'll show you what's important to you. And that's how I choose my business partners. So now let's talk about remaining competitive for businesses, you yep. know, because for most businesses, very few of them actually do something unique, you know. Yep. You have these businesses like Ferrari or Louis Vuitton, even though those things are ridiculously expensive, it is unique and unfortunately these guys do have a competitive advantage. So. Funny thing is, funny fact, in recessions, they actually raise their prices. Did you know that? Yes. Yes, that's very interesting. But unfortunately, most businesses can't do that. So what they do is they get into a pricing war with each other. The only way to retain more customers, funny enough, this is what most people do, is they just cut the margins or they, they just lower the prices, which means they cut their margins and get less money in the end of the day. So let's talk about remaining competitive in that situation where you can't pass the price onto the customer and where you actually start just lowering your prices, cutting your margins even more. Well, Davi, I would argue something completely different. And a lot of business people don't get this. And I've been arguing this for many, many years. But nobody wins in a price war. I've made this statement like for 20 years. Nobody wins in a price war. People say the consumer wins. No, the consumer doesn't win. Because let me tell you what happens. You have a product A and I have product A and we're both selling at the same price. You drop your price and that forces me to drop my price. And you, you go and drop your price again. Ultimately, you get to a point where there's no margin left in it. So what do we do? I have to decrease the quality of my product to remain competitive with your pricing. So ultimately, the consumer suffers. And this continues to a point where the consumer actually gets less product. You only have to make a trip down the average grocery aisle today and compare the basic food item today compared to 20 years ago. We're getting less of a product on the shelf today 
than we did 20 years ago, right? Yes, and that's why you've got the competition commission. Exactly, exactly. And so nobody wins in a price war. So if you are trying to go out there and compete purely on price, you're making a very big mistake. But unfortunately, that's what everyone does. Well, that's the mistake. That is the mistake. You need to figure out how to add value beyond price. There is a reason why somebody will spend more money on a Ferrari or a Mercedes-Benz or whatever brand versus some other cheap brand, right? Because it's more expensive, but it also offers something else. Yes, they cannot get it anywhere else. It's a unique product. No one can provide that except for that company. Quality, value. Yes. There's a lot of things that go into it. And so I always try and encourage business owners when you're creating something, go beyond the product. Go to the customer experience. Understand what the customer is buying. The customer isn't simply buying a product or a service. They're buying more than that. You know, you only need to look at all the products that you consume around you and understand why you consume those products. The products that you love, the products that are ingrained as part of your daily life. Ask yourself why you use those products and then translate that into your own business. So I've got a great example. I always have this example. Whenever I go to Namibia, there's one liquor store in Vintuk, right? And I always go to this liquor store. It doesn't matter if I'm on the other side of Vintuk. I will keep going to that one. And I will tell you why. When you stop at that liquor store, there's first of all, there's security guards standing outside with rifles, right? So you're definitely not going to get robbed at that liquor store. Next thing is, as soon as you enter that liquor store, there's someone running up to you asking you, what can they help you with? What can they go fetch you? They take that basket. They go fill your basket with whatever you want. They take it to the counter. You pay immediately, then he takes it, and he go puts it in the car, packs it in the car for you. Now, that is service, and that is offering something unique. And that's my point, right? So this it's about figuring out how you can add value. It is about going beyond the transaction. It is about going beyond the product or the service. It is about figuring out, once again, how to add value. You don't have to spend more money. There are lots of other ways where you can add more value. Exactly. And so, you know, I think a lot of businesses during a recession try to focus on possibly the wrong the wrong part of the market. They try and focus on the competitive advantage of being competitively priced. And whilst competitive pricing is certainly important, look, you can, you can price yourself out of the market. Everything that, has a price. Everything has a limit and everything has, has a price limit to it. But I think what's super important, you have to go back and focus on where can you add value beyond the price because that is what's gonna keep you with customers. And more importantly than that, you need to understand that you're going to have to make certain sacrifices during a recession. Davi, but it's not gonna be business as usual. You cannot accept that it's gonna be business as usual. It's not going to be the same as it was five years ago when money was cheap. It's not gonna be the same as it was five years ago when supply chains were open. Things are different. Right. And so that's another thing. I mean, if you're in a business that supplies product, as an example, right, one of your biggest competitive advantages right now is to make sure you secure product. The pricing is almost secondary right now because there are supply chain issues. Just make sure you secure product that will secure your customers alone. Yes, well, that and then, of course, service as well, you know. So I've got another example. I I bought a mattress a, a, a while ago and I was so surprised. Just after I bought the mattress, I got a phone call from the company and the guy that actually sold me the mattress phoned me and asked me, listen here, did I get the product? Was I happy with the delivery? And I said, yes, no, it was great. Then he followed up with a WhatsApp asking me um, if I'm happy, if there's anything else he can do for me. So I said, no, no, I'm happy. Um, Everything's great. And then he comes with, okay, great. Can you leave us a review? 
And that is great service, you know. Absolutely. And that is also social proof that goes onto all your social pages. Everyone sees that. And people are not stupid. People go and look at reviews when they buy anything. Well, I, th- I think, you know, it's, it's ironic you mentioned a mattress because I, I was about to say, if you want a really great example of really good businesses, go and look at people selling mattresses. Go look at the different bed companies and mattress companies because there is an industry which sells the most basic product, right? but they thrive on customer service. They thrive, all of them are selling the same thing essentially, but they thrive on customer service. And it is an industry that has been built on the back of customer service. And if you focus on that, and you focus on your customer, and you focus on focusing on the competitive advantage of focusing on the customer, you're always gonna be in business. So here's the thing about recessions, right? It's gonna erode the competition, it's gonna erode the yep. margins. Unfortunately, that's just the way that recessions work, right? This yep. means that a lot of competition are going to be out of the market. So yep. Justin, this means that there is actually a big advantage for current businesses in the market right now, right? Well, you know, I take this a step further. In my business career, I've always, and uh, my journey, I've always tried to reinvest 60% of everything that the business makes back into the business. This has been my golden rule. It's not always been possible. There are times when you can't do it, but that's always been my goal, is to take 60% of everything the business makes and set it aside to reinvest back into the business. Now, why, why has this been such an important number? And I'll tell you why. When a recession comes around, this is a time when you buy up your competitors. This is a time when you take more market share. This is a time when you take their customers. Well, that is exactly what happened during COVID. You know, a lot of the companies with a lot of capital went into these distressed markets and then they just started buying up companies left, right and center. And that's why I would argue just as the same in your personal capacity where a recession is the greatest single opportunity for wealth transfer, the same thing exists in business. If you position yourself in a recession to be cash strong, you don't have debt, you know, you, you, you're running a lean operation, you've figured out how to operate on low margins, you're surviving during a recession and you've got excess cash, I promise you, there's going to be so many opportunities in the market, it'll be crazy. From picking up your competitors' customers to potentially buying out your competitors. So guys, if you want to learn how to do proper cash flow within your business, we have got a course called the Financial Bootcamp on our website, globalmoneyacademy.com. All of our courses, by the way, are absolutely free of charge. But this spreadsheet is absolutely free. You can just go download it. You can go through the course. It will teach you how to do cash flow management properly and within your business and your personal life. So if you want to get access to all of the courses, simply go to globalmoneyacademy.com and you can get access to all of it for free. You've been listening to The Money Podcast. To get access to our future episodes, please subscribe to our podcast via your podcast app. And be sure to check out our YouTube channel, Global Money Academy.